Well, hello, and welcome to another episode of Say Something Interesting, the follow-up podcast from East Lake Tri-Cities. With me for one final... I, I would say, as always, but I cannot say that anymore. With me for one final time is Margo. My name is Brent, and we are excited that you're here. Margo, say hello to everybody. Hey, everyone. She's trying to take a picture right now <laughs> because we have makeshifted a microphone holder. We're taking a picture. She's going to post it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, because we've got a special guest with us today. You want to introduce our special guest? My mom was here, yeah. Miss Lori Vanny. Mama Dale. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> Nice to be here today. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it. That's great. She, she's one of the two people that listen to this podcast. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I, I was actually wondering this morning, has this been uh, really helpful in keeping up with Margot's life? Uh, yeah, we talk a lot anyway, but it's always fun to listen to the podcast. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I love it. Uh, we're excited that you're here today. And because we've got a third person in here, uh, that means a third microphone setup, and we can't. We like spent a little time looking for our other microphone setup, and have not figured out where it is. So I currently have a paper towel holder serving as my microphone holder. So that's, there will be photos, you know. And it's a spoiler alert. That's what you're gonna find on the video, <laughs> and it, it's uh, it'll work. It'll work. And by the way, we need paper towels downstairs. So this was perfect. <laughs> win, perfect. Win. Oh my gosh. Uh, so, uh, as you probably figured out in the intro, and if you've been listening to any weeks leading up to this, this is Margot's final podcast with us. She is in packing mode. We had a farewell reception for her and Matt last night uh, here at the theater, and uh, they got some cool stuff. Like, there's a bunch of people who took some pictures. We're going to give you a little book t- uh, later today. What was the cool? You want to talk about the coolest thing you got? Uh, Did you open all your presents? Yeah, you, yeah, I mean, like. We got extra wine, which is always, ah, that's awesome. always a win I saw a really and, nice bottle there. Oh, the suspense? Yeah. <laughs> that's a nice one, man. It's, Way to it's go. It's suspense waiting to open your yeah. bottle of suspense. <laughs> yeah, I, I would suspend that for years, probably. Yeah, I we're staying at Airbnb at the first night we made you to keep a bottle in the car, because yeah. <laughs> after a driving with our gachos of craziness, we might need a glass of wine. That's right. So they are entering into pack-up mode. But before they did pack-up mode, they took a little uh, trip this last week, got to go down to one of my favorite places on the planet, Bend, Oregon. Very cool. And uh, what, tell us, I know... We talked about right before recording that she's like, I don't know if people want to hear continually about all of our vacations, but you, yeah, I don't know. You listen to this and you're, you're still listening, so there's nowhere else you can go for a few minutes. So it's Margo's final podcast, so you're gonna. That's listen. right, you're gonna listen to this. <laughs> Tell, what was your thought? Because you'd never been to Bend before, right? Never been to Bend. Yeah, uh, it was really beautiful. Uh, my husband told me it was still the high de- high desert, so I wasn't expecting that there would be fall foliage. But lo and behold, at least on one side of the river, because our tour guide's like one side of the river is like. Or mild, and the other side which more arid. Did you have a GPS tour guide? No, we took a Jeep off-roading tour. Oh, sweet. It was fun. Wow. But the guy said, this side of the river is just like any other town. The other side is where you get arid. So I was really surprised to drive in and see reds and yellows, and it made me a little homesick. Yeah. But it did look like what I left in New Hampshire. It did it? beautiful. Yeah? Yeah. Oh. And the got a little New was, Hampshire over here. The river huh? was gorgeous, and his sister lived in Sisters. Matt's sister yeah. lived in Sisters. So she gave me a huge list of recommendations. On it was... The famous ocean rolls. You ever try one? No. Then so, you're missing out. I guess. I got to go back to Ben. Tell me about these ocean They had like rolls. 10 coffee places. So I'm like, I got to try like I know, four of them. Yeah. It's like. And everyone we went into sold these ocean rolls. So they made they make it easy for you. Yeah. It's it's kind of like a, they took a croissant, like the the dough, and they wrapped it like, um, like a cinnamon roll. Like so in a spiral pattern. And in between the layers is like. Butter and honey and yeah. magic and vitamins and <laughs> some kind yeah. of little seeds. For oh yeah, I don't know. Yeah. 
small small pieces of crack cocaine in there. <laughs> just to get it could have been. Yeah. It could have been. But oh man, got three more places on my coffee coffee tour. I saw those. I'd never heard of any of those spots before. Some, but I haven't been to Bend in several years yeah. now. It's been a while. Rose Feet, which is really cool. That one's right on the river. It's an old house that they took, so it has a front porch. And it has like fireplaces and like you feel like you're in someone's cool uh, craftsman style cottage, but you can sit on the front porch eating your ocean roll yeah, and just watching the town go by. They also have like beer and all these tables for people with their dogs and bikes and very Bend-esque. Very Bend-esque. <laughs> and then Thump sure. Coffee was great. And then down the alley, like this back alley from Thump, we saw this Lone Tree Coffee Roasters, which probably actually was my favorite coffee I had there. Wow. Nice. That's always, awesome. Always look down the back alleys. You never know. <laughs> yeah. Could be a hobo. Could be great coffee. <laughs> you never know. Could be a hobo making great coffee. So we did, Um, we drove into Bend. We did our Jeep tour, which is fun. And then did Tumalo Falls and did, then did a walk around Mount Baker around this lake called Todd Lake, which was blowing my mind that it was a pretty flat hike. I mean, you're essentially just going around the entire lake, but we were 6,100 feet up, yeah. which is like the height of Mount Washington, right, like the highest mountain pretty, in. Uh, Breathing pretty heavy at no, that well, No, it didn't, but it like... It wasn't just, as bad as I thought. Really? Yeah. It was just the fact that I was that high up and most of the mountains in New Hampshire aren't anywhere close to this relatively flat hike. Like, it was just kind of blowing my mind a little bit. Got it. And then we drove to Sisters for evening time. We got more coffee. <laughs> the next day, we got more coffee and, uh, yeah, probably too much coffee. We didn't sleep too much. Because <laughs> I went to Denver, what, like a month ago or something mm-hmm. like that for the Seahawks thing? And uh, when we were walking into the stadium, so like obviously famous for being mile high, fifty-two, um, and just the ramps going up, like like the ramp. I mean, it's ramps, so you're it's not level ground. But man, I was huffing and puffing. I was like, dude, I, have I not worked out in like a year? What's going on here? This is terrible. And it was just kind of acclimating. I, at least I tell myself it was acclimating. Yes, it's probably yeah. that giant cheeseburger I had before we did it. But doesn't help. <laughs> doesn't help. <laughs> it was great. We had a great time. Sisters was cool. It's like a little bit more of like a little western town. And then um, that eve, the second evening in Sisters, we went and drove to uh, an Airbnb in Mount Hood, which she didn't know anything about where we we're going. I kind of left her in the dark, and it's pitch black, so she couldn't see a thing. Wait, your mom didn't know? Okay, got it. And so we very wait. trusting, huh? We've been on. Is that many, how you guys travel? I mean, are you? We've been are, on many adventures yeah? together. Yeah. yeah. So like sunrise, and she's like, "Oh, we're up high. Like, oh, you can see the mountains." And I was like, "Oh, just wait." Yeah. Oh, just wait. And so we go up, and it's like an A-frame log cabin. So we go upstairs in the big front windows of the A-frame. You can see Mount Hood, like oh. right there, right there. At sunrise too. But eating our our biscuits and jam, and just looking at the mountain. And they had a Saint Bernard puppy, which is one of my favorite parts. Nice. <laughs> And it was like the right angle of the mountain with the sun, and it was clear and blue. So it, and it was in a pear orchard. Like, it was just beautiful. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. And you went to Deschutes uh, Brewery, yes. but did not do the, the tour of eight in the lunch area thing, and which is always a fun little yeah, uh, spot. Yeah, food was great. Yeah. Had a weird little cocktail thing that was fun. And uh, Dude, every time I go to Ben, I'm always like, why do I not come here more? This is it's so awesome. It's only like four hours I away. Know. I it thought just... it was like five and a half. It's really not that that bad. It's, I, I need to I need to do it. That was one of the spots where like, I think we need to help somebody plant a church here so that we have some <laughs> sort of an excuse to come here more often. That was like a, a it looks Boise like it'd be ben. the coolest oh, little. There's a bunch of churches. That I mean, I didn't spend enough time in Boise, but I think like Bend really has it going on. Yeah. So I just it was so bike friendly and dog friendly and so much to do. You could yeah. That's awesome. Kudos. That's amazing. Way to way to finish off the uh, Pacific Northwest tour with one of the most beautiful spots there. So that's <laughs> awesome. I love it. 
Um, week two. Week, week two, yeah. We had a chance to kind of jump back into our Irresistible uh, series here and uh, uh, follow up on on kind of a probably somewhat controversial. I don't know. It's been a fun. <laughs> I love it. I love I think, pushing buttons. I, think I love talking about the Bible. I think we said in the podcast last week, one of my favorite parts about week one was like you towards the very end of your sermon, like, and so what do we do with the Old Testament? And someone actually from the back was like, yeah. Audibly. <laughs> An old man goes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like he's like, And then I just shut it mad. down with prayer. I'm like, let's pray. Let's go. Was, he there, was he there this week? I have no idea. He didn't say. <laughs> there was silence from the audience. Yeah, he so didn't be like, hey, you said you were going to talk about. <laughs> Nothing. But um, I love talking about it because I think it's incredibly interesting um, and I think that the history of how it came together is almost as important as what it talks about in it and what it records. Um, what you decide. So like, for instance, um, last night we had this, um, uh, we had the, uh, this like reception thing and there's a book and you're going to get it today. And it's going to have a bunch of sappy. Here's what we always, yeah, exactly. Right. And people have to choose over two years of memories, what they want to include in this, in this one page piece of paper. Right. Which means they're going to exclude probably 150 memories. John Margo left me at the airport with that. Yeah. You remember when you did that? You didn't write about that. Did you sucker? Right. So because of, because of what they included, like that just makes what the inclusion part so special Think about that with three years of public ministry with Jesus. So three years of, of seeing. And there's like a verse that talks about like if we wrote down everything that Jesus did. Like right, the end of John's letter, he yeah. says, hey, this is just my selection because I couldn't even do more than that. Um, but, you know, so individual writers doing that, the church deciding which ones, which books they're going to include, which ones they're not, the 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 format in which they did it, which obviously has changed as well in terms of which book follows which book. But all of it just is is really interesting to me, and uh, I know it can be kind of non-interesting to some people, so I'm thankful for every once in a while. I probably every two years doing like a really short, quick series on, hey, I think this is really cool, guys, and, and we should probably pay attention to, to how it's put together and what it means. I think, uh, I think there was uh, several people who came up after first and second yesterday just talking about how it feels like an aha moment for them of I've always kind of probably lived like that or thought like that, but not put into words the difference between Old Testament literature and New Testament literature. And just those th- that little word, like for me, that when I say Old Testament, New Testament, I, there's so much baggage with that in terms of personal history. Um, it's hard to be able to distinguish. It's a little bit muddy. But when I talk about, okay, that is an Old Testament literature, or old, oh, sorry, excuse me, Old Covenant literature, and this is New Covenant literature, that just, for me, is a small switch, but it's a huge clarity thing for me. Um, and so uh, I, I hope that that's kind of helpful as we kind of move forward and discuss why um, why we have some freedoms to be able to say, well, this is binding, this is inspiration, authoritative. Uh, it's all kind of authoritative in, in terms of as authority. Um, but there's there's definitely when when the two match up, when the what does the Bible say? Well, the Bible says to stone her. Well, the Bible says to forgive her. <laughs> I mean, hopefully we have some biblical basis on where to stand and and understand the difference between why that's important distinction. I think for me, and this is probably like a really watered down explanation, but the best way that I have come to terms with that God is the same God of the Old and New Testament is that if you look at how a parent treats their child um, at birth, like the child is solely dependent on you. So you have like a lot of systems in place and you have total control 
over what their life looks like. And then when they start getting older and start pushing back and start testing boundaries, you're like, no, you cannot go outside without me. You can you can play in the backyard, not the front yard. Right. And you put all these things in place. And then eventually your children grow up into these autonomous people. And then you're walking life beside them instead of like you used it before in another series, like the coach going from yeah. the coach to the fan to the – and to me that's kind of like how the covenant Yeah, you're like worked. a boss and you're a coach and then you're a fan in terms of a parent. That's like the – because when you look at some of the crazy rules that the Israelites followed, you're like, why? But if you look at, okay, for instance, not eating pork or these things, of the animal kingdom for you to consume, these were the things that were actually, from a scientific standpoint, the most unhealthy for you to, to do. And then even the ritual cleaning, bathing was not huge <laughs> throughout right. human history. And so for God to have all these, um, or for the Israelites to establish all these strict rules about when you touch something dead— you need to clean yourself really good. These right. are because they didn't know germs or anything like that. So in a lot of ways, uh, they were f- blindly following God's like establishment, but really God was keeping them safe. Just like as a child, when your parents are trying to, you know, don't do this, don't go out with those persons. You know, come back before it gets too dark. There, you may not understand the whys behind it, but you you trust that they know something that you don't. And I feel like to me that's a really good way for me to digest the old testament of these are people that that were in vulnerable situations time and time again and god was trying to protect them from that and then the new covenant is like them coming into their own and god come literally coming down walking beside them and then now walking into a new relationship side by side yeah uh yeah because in the same way that my rules are different for my kids i don't tell my daughter london don't touch those wall outlets she doesn't need like she figured that out at this point Mm -hmm. but like Every 30 seconds, I'm telling that to Clive because he's just uh, so attracted to them. It's, it's mind-boggling where he knows he knows like last where night they're at. at. Last he'll be night like behind a curtain. He'll be like, I know where that's at. <laughs> you know what I, I find mean? find it. Yeah. Like last night at the party, London was like on top of it. She's got the guest book. She's oh, taking she's the photos. So good, and she? I look in the corner, and there's Grayson chugging the whipped cream oh, straight from just... the can. <laughs> Dad, watch me what I can do. And I was oh, like, oh, for sure. Yeah, My we, what a few years can We make. are all at different points in our walk. Yeah. And, Although uh, when he's 10, he's going to do the same thing. He's just going to have two two cans instead of one, probably. <laughs> but. Well, some parent went up to him and she's like, he's going to get high because he's like doing it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not like... with the actual liquid. He's just from below. Yeah, totally. <laughs> there was a huffing. There was no doubt about it. Yeah. There was some huffing going yeah. on. Yeah. No, I, like, he slept I, so I just... good last night, guys. We had to like wake him up for school oh, today. No. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I think too in, in some of the stuff that I was – thinking through this week, and I think I mentioned it in a second, but maybe not in first, is um, I, you forget that God is taking a people, and he's taking them from an, a way—he's uh, trying to make them into a nation. He's taking them from a nation that does things in nationalistic ways that he doesn't want them to do, and he's taking them into a land of where there are people who are doing probably similar um, or equally flawed ways of, of life, either the justice system or— uh, cleanliness or just food laws or anything like that. And so he's like in this weird in-between phase, I have a small window of time to be able to change you and talk you into a step. Try to keep you safe. Like and, a step yeah. forward in human consciousness of, of what it means like to be a nation, not a final step, just a step forward with that. Um, and uh, so that looking at it through that, like that's the covenant that he makes with those people. And I need you to do this because I'm really. So, uh, yeah, I think that that's helpful for sure. Uh, how about you? Did you say anything? Did you think of anything that came up? Yeah. I just kind of liked when he went to the part where he kind of had an aha, aha moment about it. it. was It was about everybody. It wasn't 
Gentiles. It was, and it know, took him a while to get to that point. No, he yeah. was hanging out with people he shouldn't, but he was he was meant to be there. And I just yeah, which I feel like churches still fall into. Like um, the one of the required reading for this job position was Andy Stanley's book Deep and Wide, and he says like one of his least favorite things to come across in the church is as you're exiting the parking lot, there's like some sign being like you are now entering the mission field. Yeah, like and that right there says like we are inside, we have it correct, and Here's they our don't. Bubble. Yeah, and so um, the church still does that of like. We, we do church services to appease the people that are already all on board and are okay with people that are on the outside not feeling comfortable in our space when really God's like, well, this is for them. It <laughs> like, was a reminder for me of the grace I need to extend to people who do come from a more conservative that have questions about our, you know, like strategies or, or what we do or whatever. And understanding it took Peter, a guy who is like top three with Jesus, 10 to 12 years. I forget that. Like that's just, that's a long period of time. It's only what, nine chapters after, eight chapters after um, Jesus ascends into heaven. But it, you know, our timelines are jacked up because we don't know. We think that might be two weeks later. So we're like, wow, he's still figuring this out. No, <laughs> it took him eight, eight to 10 years or 10 to 12 years. And you think, oh, I'm so progressive. And you're like, no, 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 no. Yeah, no <laughs> not really. I'm going to throw you in the deep end now. Like I've waited for you long enough. I'm going to send this guy named Cornelius down. He's going to. Did you know that our kids learned Jesus I, yes, and Cornelius? I did because in the we nursery, look like we know what I we're doing. Like, you guys, wow. complete luck. There are thousands of stories in the and, Bible. Okay, this is gonna sound awful, but I'm like, that's a really weird like children's story too. Like, because it's showing these camels and the blanket and octopuses and the Coming kids. Down are, on the it's screen. like, and you will kill the animals, and I'm like, this is a little intense. Here. <laughs> oh, and it's transcendent. Like, dream. we're gonna yeah. create a bunch of vegetarians just yeah. in one Sunday right. school. Or teach them it's biblical not to be a vegetarian. Yeah, well, or just like confuse just... them. Like, <laughs> I don't want to follow God if it means eating an octopus. Right, right. <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah. Kylie goes, man. Did you guys plan that? And I was like, yeah. And then I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> he gives way too much credit. <laughs> way too much credit. That was really great. Um, yeah. There's a, definitely a few changes. Not a few. There's several changes. Uh, maybe between first and second. So I don't know which service you got to go to. We we typically post on the website second service. I thought it was a little bit uh, cleaner and and a little less a little less time consuming. Went a little bit long first service. My apologies. Uh, I also screwed up the piano part. If you were part of, it's oh, not no. going to make it on the accordion. It was so good though. Oh, it was so bad in second. I hit the wrong chord. Easy. I was just so nervous. <laughs> he, he does not like to play in front of people. No, I don't. I, I'm not. That's no, not my jam. So it t- it sounded so good that I thought it was a recording. Oh yeah, I couldn't. Well, I couldn't front. We were in the very back, so I couldn't even see the piano in the first place. And I was like, "Oh, yeah." What's funny is I didn't even mention in first service the reason the piano is in the building is because of the. They play. just thought you had it there for that. We just prop. thought, wow, <laughs> Eastlake must be doing well. They bought a baby grand, <laughs> and they keep it on the floor. Like, what in the world? Oh my goodness, it's so funny. Uh, yeah, that that'll be gone next week, guys. It's probably gone today. I have no idea. <laughs> so. Uh, awesome. Well, uh, I want to take some time here and, uh, talk about our, our something interesting. Uh, but before we do, I would love to, uh, just give mom a moment. Um, I know you're pretty proud of her for all that she's done. Um, not just in this job. I mean, like all over the board and you get a chance to kind of like voice that for a second. Uh, and I know, um, the emotions are, I don't even know where tissues are. You, you're but. holding a paper towel. <laughs> oh, yeah, I am holding a paper towel holder. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you've got to see her. I mean, 
you ch- you watched her take a huge risk, come to a church she'd never been to, part of the country she'd never been to. Um, she fell in love with a guy that you'd never met. <laughs> Until like a month before the Until wedding. Until I remember when you came and visited and it was like, hi, this is Matt and we're getting married in a month. <laughs> I mom. mean, describe the journey from afar watching Margot do all this stuff and then kind of, I, yeah, just all that. What are the emotions that are involved in all of that as a mama? Well, it's it's gone quite a ways, even when she first uh, initially started to go into ministry. It started a long time ago by working at a Christian camp, and kind of she always kind of thought her mission was there. And then we've done some crazy journeys. So when she told me she found a church out here, I'm like, how did you find a church out here? And, she, and how are they going to interview? And she goes, oh, we Skyped, and, and, and they're flying me out here. And I'm like, okay. Uh, it was nerve-wracking to come to a totally different part of the country, a little harder to hop on an airplane to come out from where we live, um, and then the situation that you walked into with your accident. But, you know, talk about being God-driven and people loving on her right from the start. Yeah. Uh, Amy was amazing, taking her into her house, picking her up. You know, she's meeting people she's never met with, and all of a sudden Kylie went and found her an apartment and and. and just all fell into place. So to watch her grow, and it's a, a different ministry than what she was in before. So that's been nice. It's been nice to see her branch out. It's been great to hear her her sermons and her her talks. And you uh, listen to everyone that she does. I do. Do you? Good. I do. Married yeah. mama. Yeah. <laughs> do you get feedback? Do you like send her emails? Be like, hey, point yeah, two. We was talk a, little... a little bit about them. Yeah, yeah we do. We do. And her stories always crack me up. And uh... I'm always like, mom, I need more embarrassing stories about myself. She's like, where do I start? Yeah. She'll text me. She's like, I'm doing this thing and I need a story. And so then I'm like, well, what about this one? <laughs> or what about that one? So it's been it's been great to see her grow with her ministry too and her passion. And then to um, find Matt. Matt's a one in a million kind of find. <laughs> uh, he bounces her out amazingly. Uh, we love him to death. Uh, I tried to warn her, her dad about him before <laughs> before he met him. Her, her dad's kind of quiet and uh, and not touchy feely. And then he yeah, just kind of totally. and then he kind of just landed there. Wait, when they got married was the first time he got to meet them, and the family has just taken him in and. He bounces her out. He's a, her biggest cheerleader. No one is ever going to uh, to walk on her. And, Literally and figuratively. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and then it's just good to see. It's like a bouncer. Well, it's good to see them together, and it makes our, our my heart really happy. Yeah. And I'm excited for her next uh, her next journey, where God's going to lead her. Yeah. She's coming a lot closer to you. Easy to fly into. A yeah. lot more easier, huh? Saving yeah. some money on yeah. the uh, on the flights out yeah, this way. Yeah. Use your Southwest points. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. And and easy to get, you know, easy to get her up to where we live in the summertime and all the sisters are. Uh... Yeah. That's awesome. Well, thanks for sharing her with us. I know uh, she made the decision, but uh, there's always back home, you know, mom stuff. And, and it, it's a big deal. Somebody moving away completely from family. I mean, she didn't have any family within, I don't know, several thousand miles probably. Well, just the here. logistics of it in itself yeah. to move all her stuff. Because yeah. uh, it's been our running joke that the organization she worked with before usually provided everything for you, everything. Yeah. And they didn't provide anything for her, so she kept lugging all her stuff. All my furniture. Normally, you don't have to have any furniture or Owls, vehicle. dishes, or, yeah. nothing. Yeah. And then she was, she had all her stuff. So then move it all out this way. It didn't have to start over. It didn't have to start with nothing. I at least had something. <laughs> so it's been interesting. Yeah. 
Very interesting. And even like a car, right? Like over there, they just gave you a car. So this is your first car that you ever purchased? Well, I had cars before, but they were not good. So. Oh, okay. Well, first good car. <laughs> first though. not beater. First right. one I, I turn the key and expect a positive result every time. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. But, you know, my family has a huge support in that and like practically and financially and all that stuff. So I'm just really appreciative that I have parents that have my back and, you know, my mom and my dad, too, which I feel like for my dad is even more because, I mean, he's across an ocean and he's, I just feel like he has like, oh, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. He doesn't have a great relationship with the church. Yeah. Um, but one thing that's or religion. Um, but one thing that's like really impressive to me is that he's never made me feel small for pursuing a career in in the church. Like he supports me 100 percent, which is something that's awesome. My parents are great. Typically, he'll get an email, like, from this vacation. I'll say, I was out to see Hannah. Everything's good. You know, he likes to hear that, yeah, that my side, because if it wasn't, I would tell him also. We have a pretty good relationship. Uh, so I would drop him an email saying, everything's fine. She's set to go. And uh, <laughs> too. he's a warrior. Yeah. Poor, poor Papa. We should clarify that for the podcast listeners. You just said Hannah, too, which we don't know uh, her as Hannah. I know that that's... That's been uh, that's confusing. Th- that's, yeah, <laughs> her real name's Hannah, but she goes by Margo here. She's always gone by Margo here. So everybody's like, well, she's visiting Hannah. Is that a sister? So, anyways, there you go. Uh, what's the first Margo? What's the first place you're gonna visit when you're gonna take Matt to as residents of Pittsburgh? Gauchos. <laughs> that's that's my favorite place. Is, is this? Uh, it's like a wood fire. It looks like a giant grill and everything, but it's not charcoal. It's like wood, and everything gets cooked on it, like all the vegetables. I think all it's Argentinian meat. too. Yeah, that's oh. what they call it. Is so good. It's so good. Or pierogies. He wants to go to Permanis. I think Permanis is okay. It's kind of a novelty, but yeah. Gachos. So for our podcast listeners who happen to be going through Pittsburgh. <sighs> They need, to, they need to set up a, a date. They need and to take they're you and closed on to Sunday and Monday. <laughs> they're closed on what? Sunday and Monday? Sunday, Sunday and Monday. So you can't go on Sunday and Monday. But come on. I'm excited. That's awesome. If you guys, if you guys come to visit us, that's where we're going. Oh, so. it's happening. I've been to Pittsburgh before and I loved it. I was. I told you this. I was like, Pittsburgh had, like the Steel City. I'm not, I've never been a Steelers fan and the Pittsburgh Pirates are like, wah, wah, whatever. <laughs> um, but I was like blown away. It was a really cool town. Like the downtown was amazing, and like the river going right through, and the bridges right by the stadiums. Pittsburgh was awesome. So yeah, yeah I always thought I would never say I love going to Pittsburgh, but it, we we did bike tours. We always we always do really funky stuff. It's a cool city. Yeah, city. and it's about the same size as the Tri Cities, which like just blows my mind. Yeah, because their downtown is amazing. Like it's huge, and we have no no downtown here. <laughs> no no yeah. stadiums. No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you got the uh, the American hockey, <laughs> right? Which is pretty on the par with Pittsburgh center. Penguins, right? Hey. Oh no, no, no! <laughs> well, maybe this year because they're not having a great season. But yeah, just means the tickets will be more affordable. Woo-hoo. That's right, absolutely. <laughs> That's great. Good deal. All right, Margo, this is your last chance. We we started this podcast a while ago because we said, you know, why not uh, talk about things that are interesting for us? We thought that just a podcast about reflecting on the message would have been potentially too uh, limited in scope aka boring um <laughs> I so, don't, you know if you already heard it once you don't really want to yeah. spend too much time so on we it. added this little feature and i think it's probably been the thing that has kept this thing alive more than anything else and uh so your final well i'm not gonna say final because i'm i'm feeling like we're gonna skype you in as like some sort of a Special guest guess. podcast thing yeah we'll, we'll figure out how to because chris did that once didn't he yeah so we'll do it 
It'll happen. We'll give you time to get settled and and uh, you don't you don't have to promise to do it or whatever. But uh, we'd love to have you back. So, um, so in the meantime, uh, which which something interesting would you like to leave us with? That's like a lot of pressure. This is not an exceptional <laughs> say something interesting. <laughs> like this is no, this is not like my sermon of like yeah. lasting. Right. Uh, this is you, just which you should go back and listen to if you haven't already. <laughs> if nothing else on the on the talks page, go yes. back and listen to that one. Uh, this okay. is something I stumbled across, which just seemed ridiculous. Uh, but there was a Scooby Doo special that premiered only once in the year of 1999, and it was called the Scooby Doo Project. It was a parody of the Blair Witch Project. Oh, really? <laughs> starring so they had like live action scenes from Blair Witch with the cartoons dubbed over of Scooby Doo. It is hilarious and like so so niche. If you like, you remember the craze around that movie at that time. And oh yeah, that was nuts. So it's like double nostalgia because you got your '90s nostalgia with the Scooby Doo nostalgia. You can find it online. It's really short. It is worth a check, though. Like, this is like a hidden gem in the annals of time. It's the Scooby-Doo Project. It says it here on IMDb. It's only 10 minutes long. But I just thought that that was the funniest thing. Like, who who is like, all right, we need to make Scooby relevant. Let's do, <laughs> let's do a Blair Witch remake. So you just made me think of one. I'm, I'm going to pull. I'm going to change mine because this is one that oh, goes, every Halloween... Uh, we look for this and watch this. There was a an SNL sketch that after the they Hanks showed one? it, no, no, no. Oh. David S. Pumpkins is not that funny to me. After they showed it, they pulled it and tried to hide it from the internet because they're like, we might have gone too far, which is saying <laughs> something for SNL. <laughs> um, it was, oh my gosh, who's the MacGruber actor? I'm trying to Google it right now, and I have no service right now. Do you know who I'm talking oh, I guess about? I it's on airplane mode. I don't know. No, I turned it off airplane mode for this. Okay, for sure it has John Hamm in it. John Hamm is at a house, and the guy who played MacGruber. Oh, this little actor, what's his name? <laughs> oh, it's like so slow and coming up. He comes to his house, and I, I'm, I'm so debating even talking about this. It's so we're, bad. We're going to be shaking our head. This yeah. is the lead pastor watching this yeah. garbage. Yeah. As somebody in the community who requires signatures to be in oh. the neighborhood, here it is. Will Forte. There it is. Will Forte, John Hamm. And he's like, hey, I need you to sign something. Isn't This is my Halloween outfit. <laughs> and they're like, wait, is this Halloween or is this legitimately you? There are a few lines in that sketch that my friend Matt and I repeat pretty much all year long and every Halloween we try and go search for it and you have to dive deep into the dark alleys of YouTube to find it because they into are the dark net they do their very best to hide it because they're like dad we shouldn't have done this one and That's inappropriate so now like at rated my I for inappropriate is, is peaked not yeah, safe absolutely. for Brent's mom yes rather <laughs> funny um so uh, the fact that you heard about it from your pastor, like, don't tell your friends that how you heard about this when you watch it, <laughs> if you can even find it. But that just sparks this lost SNL episode. And you can type in, you know, where it happened to this, and you'll see a bunch of people on like, so Reddit The rabbit threads. trail started at the Innocent Scooby-Doo Blair Witch Project, oh, this, and now this, you've this, ended up. <laughs> you took the Blair Witch. So I took it in, in, a, in a different direction and uh, and did it. So that, that would be my something interesting. The fact that S even SNL has some sort of standards. I guess that would be my something interesting, where they would say, we're kind of ashamed to admit that we produce this. And... Uh, and we, we just like the Star Wars the Christmas Internet, special. You know what? Once it's on there, it never goes away. <laughs> Somebody has it somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Just like yeah, exactly. Wow. I don't. I, don't, I know I, pressure's on now. Bar is so low. 
<laughs> well, I'm retired, and I had um, I, I was in the dental field, and then I ran a homeless shelter for ten years, and now I work at a zoo in Florida. So I that's a very eclectic background. Let me just insert by saying that real quick. Yeah. That's awesome. I love it. Yeah. It's great. Like, and and then this. I work at a ski area in New Hampshire in the summertime. But my my thing is I volunteer at giraffes because I was I also do work at a shy wolf sanctuary. But giraffes are my thing at the zoo. So I thought I would give you some giraffe facts. <laughs> love it. Okay. My wife's favorite animal, by the way. Is it? Yep. Well, you can go home with all these facts. Yep. Do you know why a giraffe's tongue is blue? Well, what color is it? Oh, it's, it's blue because it eats something that's blue. Nope. No, just kidding. It prevents it from getting sunburned because it's constantly. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and its tongue can be up to 19 feet long. Oh, what? my word. No, I'm sorry. I'm I was like, sorry. inches? Yeah. I was no, like, inches. Yeah, inches. Like, oh. I'm sorry. It's inches. <laughs> I'm it's like, you really had me going. Yeah, I got to no, be honest. 19, it's 19 I'm, I'm inches like long. doing the math. I'm like, well, they are. their necks are pretty dang yeah, long. No. Like, does their it, hearts are really big because yeah. of the and neck. Their, their, their hoofs are the size of dinner plates. Holy smokes, yeah. Yeah, a baby is about 150 pounds when it's born. And when they start walking for the very first time, is there anything cuter in the universe than yeah. a baby giraffe learning and it drops, how to walk? And it drops six feet down when it when it's oh. six it feet to the ground. Oh. It survives. Oh. 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 Yeah. Nobody catches it. You guys don't no. do that. No, no. no. We only have um, male giraffe giraffes. Okay. Because um, if you have females there, it's it causes a lot of problems. But <laughs> yeah, as no. is life. Yeah. yeah sounds is. sounds par for the course. Yep. So those are kind of my giraffe facts because uh, usually we have a free Saturday at the zoo and I have little giraffe horns that I wear and kids are like, oh. Look at the giraffe lady. And so you get to go in and feed them and, and yeah, yeah. bathe we, them and do whatever No, else? we don't bathe them. We help. We have a feeding station there, so we help okay. the kids feed them and that's stuff. That's so but, awesome. Yep, so that's my little fun giraffe fact. So where do the female giraffes? Where, is we there don't have any at our zoo because we have uh, our males came from um, from Bush Gardens and Disney, and yeah. actually two came from California. Their zoo is like more like a rescue kind Got of zoo. It. Yeah. But what's their lifespan? How how long are those? Um, they can live twenty five uh, years in the wild. Typically, about thirty two in the zoo. Okay. Because yeah. if they traveled from Bush and all those other places, yeah, but well, no ladies. Predators. Because what happens if there's ladies nearby? Because the men are protective. They, they constantly fight when they're banging their necks. It's called necking. And they, <laughs> not the good kind. Yeah, not the <laughs> good time. And they're always looking because it's a pecking order. And if you have a female, they fight all the time. Yeah, they'll kill each other. All the time. Well. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. So we have six males. All their spots are different. You have to learn how to tell them apart. Yeah. Because they all have different markings, and you can tell. He has a teddy bear on the right-hand side, one of those spots. So that's how we tell them apart. We'll call him Teddy. Yeah, now they all have funky names. They all come with really crazy names. But that's my giraffe facts. That's awesome. So the next time you're at the zoo and uh, we're looking for giraffes, there you go. She's living the dream because I wanted to be like. You did, didn't you volunteer? You said you did that for once. In New Orleans, yeah. Okay, storm that came. Oh, the the hurricane that came. I just wanted to stay. I love zoo life but yeah. i'm so jealous that she's doing all the things she also got to do penguins this last year they had traveling penguins oh my gosh penguins are awesome yeah we had 12 and we had four of them and they all had such different personalities and that was really fun did she ever take you to the portland zoo no Here? i've no. never been <gasps> oh it's i will say that like pittsburgh zoo is <laughs> yeah <laughs> just makes you want to cry a little bit <laughs> so don't go these poor animals <laughs> yeah it's not great they do have the penguins are in pretty good shape they actually during the winter time take them for walks because penguins always need climate control, depending on the penguin. Right. Uh, and so in the wintertime, they let them, they take them on like a march of the penguins around the zoo. So people will line up and like, the only reason to go to the zoo in January is to see the penguins. That's awesome. Good stuff. Thanks for sharing your facts Thank on you. giraffes.
Ellie's going to be so happy. Oh, she is. She's going to be thrilled. Absolutely. All right. Well, that will do it for this week's episode of Say Something Interesting. Thanks for listening, however you found us. Uh, Margo, I'll let you sign off for the last time. This is uh, Brent. You can find me on uh, Instagram and Twitter at uh, Brent Johnson, J-O-H-N-S-E-N. Margo, if they want to follow your travels in Pittsburgh. Yeah, well, I will say that I was taking so many photos to last with my beautiful mountain shots. So if you want to see uh, my Pacific Northwest be drawn out as long as humanly possible, you can find me on Instagram, Adventures in Caffeine, no spaces. Yeah, she's going to post like pictures in March of like Mount Baker, and we'll be like, is Margo back in town? And we'll be like, no. no, that's just a later gram. Yeah, from- here's, it's forever in later grams. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, which is how you lived your life, even even here a little bit too. People must be like, "Does she ever work? Like, where is she always?" I remember like one of my first <laughs> couple of weeks here, I did have someone from the congregation being like, "Wow, they let you go on vacation quite a lot." And I was like, "No, this is from like two years ago." Yeah, <laughs> sorry that you live in a university. You think you can only post things you just took? Like part of <laughs> well, so like that's how it used to work, right? Facebook, you just upload an entire album of photos. And, like, I've just found that, like, I usually don't find myself going through someone's album, like, if they upload an entire album. Yeah. But if they post one picture a right. week, I'm going to see it, you and I'm going to appreciate it. You kind of treat your Instagram more of, like, an art The curated page. process. A curated, yeah. Like, it's not like, here's what I'm doing. It's more like, here's a little bit about who I am. I feel like yeah. more so. Yeah, than- the story part, like, the, the things that are temporary that, like, are just for 24 hours, you'll see more of my day-to-day if I find something to post. But, yeah, the... The actual Instagram page is just my favorite nature shots. So yeah, soon to be just probably coffee shops and <laughs> yeah, it's, it's gonna be more caffeine in the adventure than the adventure. But uh, we'll see. Yeah. Well, good luck to you and the cats uh, on the long drive. <laughs> that will um, be in the Instagram stories. You're gonna want to oh, be updated I on that. I cannot wait. <laughs> yeah, Barnabas and uh, Brando. Brando. Um, she's all. She's got some kitty Benadryl. She's got some CBD stuff. She's got all kinds of. Good, incredible options to make those suckers just sleep and wake up in Pittsburgh. Fingers crossed. We also have earplugs. So, <laughs> <laughs> I want an audio story if oh, I can of those things. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, thanks for being a part of this podcast. Not being a part of it. Th- you, you, just so you guys know, pretty much her idea to start this thing uh, and get this thing up and going. And, and, uh, so it's been fun. It's going to continue, uh, as uh, even after her, we're introducing Megan next week. Megan's been a fill in a couple times here. Uh, she's going to take the seat a, a few times. She's quite way bit, more intelligent than I am. So this thing's just going to go next well, level. I, I, I guarantee people were worried because the interesting level of this podcast, they were worried that it was going to drop off dramatically after you left. <laughs> oh, I share the weird things. You share the, like the genuinely. No, 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 no. <laughs> So, uh, but rest assured, uh, we are in good hands. Uh, Megan's on on the way as well, so it'll be it'll be a lot of fun. But, uh, anyways, good stuff. All right, thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next week for say something interesting. See ya.